0: Everybody, it's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. We've got the whole gang here today and we're ready to get things off. So let's just get going right away. Main man chief, what's up with you?
1: I'm cool. I'm, um, another beautiful uh, week has gone by. Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, the birds are chirping. The sun's out. Everything is good.
0: That's what we like to hear.
1: Gunner, what's up with you?
2: Man, I'm good to go. Had a good fourth. Everything's happening. All right space right now, man. It's summertime. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Perfect. Jace,
3: what's up with you? Nothing much, bro. Just enjoying some joining some fireworks, you know. Now it's back to work. And eventually this little thing in my voice will get out of. So yeah, when I'm on man. mute, it'll go.
0: So. Sound like you have some nightshade going on over there. If I can get the strength and bullets bounce off me, I'd be okay. All right. Walk, walk right, brethren. Kim what's up <laughs> with you, man?
4: Man, I'm great, man. My router went on strike for a second, but we had a little dispute. Now we, we got our issues all sorted out. Doing good. Happy Fourth, everybody. You know, everybody enjoyed the Fourth of July, and everybody's got their fingers intact. Big shout-out to Jason Pierre-Paul. Wow. Word.
0: Let's just get right into it. So this uh, Friday, Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out to theaters. I guess probably now where people can catch that 7 o'clock screen in. And we're probably watching it now. But for most people, you'll be able to see it tomorrow. Jace, Gunner, you guys saw it. I already raved about it last week, but let me get your thoughts on it. See if y'all, y'all can sell Chief and Javon and checking it out. Uh, Gunner, let's start with you. What do you think of it?
2: I thought it was great i think uh <clears throat> I think uh they stuck with the similar formula from the first uh ant man and threw in some little more seriousness, a little more realistic stuff, but it was it was it was entertaining at i mean to say the least i mean I would go see this again uh, definitely as usual with Marvel stay for all the credits. Uh, especially that middle one ties right into Infinity War. It's wonderful. Leaves me wondering what happens next. So, but they did tie up the main storyline in a nice little bow. They made it pretty again. Made it pretty comical, just like they did before. They don't take themselves too serious
5: too seriously.
2: But they did add some serious elements, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. It, it just
0: Marvel. Marvel got another hit on their hands. Good deal. Chase, how about you? What do you think?
3: Okay. Uh once again, I think Marvel I think they really hit a home run when it came to the to the to the antagonists on this one. It's again, it's really good to see like not the black and white bad guys. Like your good guys, good. But especially in a complicated world, you don't need necessarily these one hundred percent dark Bad guys. You need to actually have the. I mean, what we're going to talk about later on is is something I'm really appreciated in the, how the movies are taking it. That said, comedy is still there. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I think if, if you enjoyed the first one, you're really you're gonna really enjoy this second one. The second one, like I said, uh, like Gunnar said, the post credit scenes one is very as as we've seen from. Previous Marvel movies. The first one, right after the credits, is the really, really important one. The second one, if you are in a parking garage, that might be the one you can miss, but it's funny to see no matter what. I mean, it's 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 still cool to see. It's kind of like a Thor Ragnarok. Like I said, I I think any, anybody who, who enjoyed the first one will really enjoy this one. It doesn't uh, shark. Uh, it does. It doesn't uh, shortchange any of the characters you expect to see. Uh, it was actually nice to see one of the characters do a role he's actually more known for. So I, I, I was appreciative of that, even if it was just for a small, a small second. But like I said, it, it's something we're watching. Uh, it's, it's worth your $20 and, and it was actually fun to watch in 3D too. So put put your dollar story; it. You
0: won't feel like it's a waste. Chief, you excited about catching Ant-Man and the Wasp?
1: Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the first one. Um, and especially, uh, the last few minutes, when there's a Michael Pinga was, yeah. uh, running down, uh, <laughs> how the Avengers wanted to get in touch with him. And mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was, that was, that part there was just hilarious in itself. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, Ant-Man. Um, matter of fact, uh, when this is over, I may go see, uh, what those tickets are looking like for the weekend.
0: One of the main fixtures of the Avengers franchise has been Scarlett Johansson, and she has done very well for herself, Uh, maybe has had a more successful career since Iron Man 2 than any of her co-stars. I know at least in 2014, she was making more money than any of them. So uh, she's hoping to continue that tradition. She's got this new movie that she's going to be starring in. And once again, she's in the center of some weird casting feedback and blowback. And people aren't very happy with her taking on this role. I know you guys remember all the controversy from Ghost and Shell. And that was... That became a bit of a mess because you know, no, the deal goes Michelle. It's not really supposed to be one of those films that needs to get whitewashed. And, you know, there was a talking around like, yeah, we're going to try to respect everything. And then they just kind of dropped the whole deal. So, Scarlett Johansson is going to be starring in this film called Rub and Tug. It's a film about the true life story of a massage parlor owner, Dante Tex Gill, who presented himself as a man and who may have been a transgender. As you may expect, there's a lot of controversy on this one because people are like, uh, the transgender folks out there, why does Scarlett Johansson need to play a transgender character when there are actors of that persuasion out there? Uh, Chief, what do you think about this? Is this this one of those cases where you know like they're 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 movies where or tv shows where they have straight guys playing a gay character vice versa uh i guess that's kind of like the biggest thing it's not like they often have a white guy playing a black guy but what do you think about this is this one of those deals where you should stick to something so if they're if the movie's about a gay person
1: you don't make them straight um uh Am I, is it me or are these people just, are they actors that are supposed to play people who aren't necessarily who they are?
5: Um,
1: you know, I, and, and there's been some movies where, uh, a white guy was supposed to be a part and they substituted a black part, you know, a black person. Um, I don't think as far as the days of the old Cowboy and Indian shows where, all the american indians or native americans however you want to classify or all white folks um you know i mean this is an, an actress playing a part i mean that's who they pick for their movie that's who they want it is what it is i mean they're talking about making a uh you know uh my man uh a, a bomb guy you know is bond mm-hmm. necessarily black no but you know i mean it just is what it is i don't see i mean that's that's i mean that's to me That's that are actors i mean they're, that's that's what they're there to do um i mean so if there's uh a woman in a movie who uh takes psycho for uh for example uh just just throwing this out there they maybe they could have had a woman play Cycle the whole time, I and mean, fake like they were a man for Norman Bates. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. You know, could have been like you know the opposite. There was actually a woman playing the role. I mean, they people play roles. Um, if, I mean, uh, you know, the the Asian market has movies. If they wanted to do Ghost in the Shell with an Asian person, they could have. Um. <laughs> You know, I, I just I don't I don't know. I just don't get all in my feelings about who's playing what what part, this that kind the of third. Now would would I be like, oh, that's stupid if Scarlett uh, Johansson was playing a slave from the seventeen hundreds? <laughs> yeah. That that wouldn't make sense. But I, I think in this in this in this case, you know, I mean it's it's a transgender role. I, I you know did she play a transgender person, you know, why not? You know, do you have to get a transgender person for a transgender girl? I mean, has there, uh, I, you know, was the, uh, the Buffalo Bob, you know, or the, the crying game or, I mean, those were all like the crying game. was a transgender. Wasn't she? Wasn't he? I don't know. The guy that was not the guy who played
0: that. I really don't remember. Am I Well, I
1: think it was a guy who played the crying game.
4: It was a guy. It was a guy, but, you know. It was a dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Would you turn down a role, a movie role, to play something you weren't?
0: I feel like Scarlett is one of those actresses or actors, yeah, we're going to say it, who can take whatever role she wants and she can choose to take one, choose not to. And it's not going to it's not going to be five years before she gets offered another role because she's not in this because she didn't take this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hear you, but. You know what? Who are you to tell her who, how to how to how to line her pockets or, or anybody?
0: Hey, man, I'm not now. at all.
1: You, you know, I mean, I just, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, you, you, like, hey, you you want some money? Nah, I'm not going to take this money because people are going to be upset I took the road. What? <laughs> man, uh, you know, get your money. Uh, you, people, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. Don't watch the movie if you feel that great about it. Don't go see, I mean, that's your choice. I never understood that. You don't want to go see the movie because you're mad about it. Don't go see the movie. Well, Scarlett.
0: <laughs> so a website reached out to Scarlett Johansson's representatives, and they got this response from her: "Tell them that they can be direct their concerns can be directed to Jeffrey Tambor, Jared Leto, and Felicity Huffman's, Huffman's reps for comment." Yeah, if y'all didn't get that, that's because all of those actors—they actors all played uh, a yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. Right. Yeah.
4: they Holy all sh- played transgender. But right. you know, it's like, look, right. Was 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 Sean Penn gay when he played Harvey Milk? Was right. Jake Gyllenhaal exactly. and were they gay when when they played uh when they started in Brokeback Mountain? He and uh, what's his name, Heath Ledger? No, mm-hmm. right. So what's the uproar? It's not like she's playing Coretta Scott King. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, and yeah. furthermore,
4: looking at the guy uh, Dante Tex Gill, to me they got all together with Scarlet. Yeah, right. You, that should be Patton Oswald playing this character. Playing right. His role. <laughs> I was <thinking laughs>
2: am like, young, what's that short comedian's name? Him. Thank you. Yeah, or that yeah. British dude, or that British dude from The Office originally. Yeah, the original Office.
4: Um, yeah, you know I mean David Brent, my man. Um, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. 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 Thank you,
2: Ricky Gervais. <laughs> they
4: That's what I'm Really kind. So really let, me play, let
0: me play the other side.
2: I guess I got a middle role about it. Oh, hold on. Oh,
0: on. Good. Go right. so, now y'all are saying if she was playing a slave, that wouldn't be cool. Or if she was playing Coretta Scott King, that would not be cool. And maybe for the transgender community, they're like, that's that would be the exact same thing. So our analogy of her playing a black woman is too far. Maybe for that community, her playing this role is too far. Gunner, would yeah, you I take that one? That one. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, I'm not
2: going to compare issues, tragedies, whatever, you know, 400 years of being treated like cattle versus being beat down, you know, for being different. I'm not going to compare that today, right? Mm-hmm. But there'll be other days where I can compare it. Trust me. But I, in keeping with the subject, I'm in the middle, right? I mean, okay, sure. Well, First of all, let me answer your question. We're all black here. So I'm always going to be like, look, (laughs) I'm not going to pretend to do anything else. I'm going to say, look, that's just, I wouldn't want that. That sucks. I'm not transgender. I don't know what it's like to be transgender. All I know is we've had history of people playing, you know, yellow face, black face, whatever, you know, Indian people, meaning Native Americans and, and, you know, over there in India, Indian people. Who are like, whatever. And then we have Indian people that have played black people. I mean,
4: you remember the Flip
2: Wilson character in um, La Bamba? That was an Indian dude. It was supposed to be a black dude with straight hair. They just got an Indian dude. So come on. So, I mean, we've had history of all this happening. Charlotte, Oja- Charlotte Johansson has created this history of taking these roles where this is supposed to be an Asian character. Now she's playing. The- so I get why people are annoyed because it's starting to be her track record. Let me tell you why I'm in the middle of this, though. <laughs> Truman Capote was supposedly, you know, more effeminate, more gay, you know, whatever. Maybe confirmed or maybe unconfirmed, depending on who you talk to. Philip Seymour Hoffman played the hell out of that role. There was another guy that played it He was fine. But Philip Seymour Hoffman, to me, was the epitome of Truman Capote, of what you're supposed to be characterizing him as. And he was very effeminate, whatever. Philip Seymour Hoffman has been an actor who's played stronger roles, And that role and no one said anything about it right so if you can
5: do Jared
2: Leto like we were always like everybody was saying like I mean I just don't see I feel like she can do it I feel like it it, it sucks for her because she's creating a track record of doing these you know roles outside of you know herself and upsetting these groups of protected groups of people but protective minorities you can say but uh, like I said, I'm in the middle, man. I just don't dig it, but I also get her getting her paycheck and I can see an actor doing their job at the same right, yeah. time.
4: Gun, I'm with you. and I, just, I gotta say this. When a gay actor plays a straight character, where's right. the uproar?
1: No, I was just saying, has Neil Patrick Harris ever played a, a gay person?
5: Not off the top of my head
3: is this going to be a movie that everybody sees? Probably. The answer is no. So you could have put an actor. I mean, actor, actress, however you want to do it. You could have cast anybody. It really doesn't matter who the actor is or actresses. This is such a, a small market movie. This is like, you go, you actually just go for the best. Whoever, whoever nailed it in the audition is the person you get. I mean, like basically how like, is, is it might sound spiteful but it's like she's, I mean like her rep is right like we can lame you a list of people who have nailed these roles and yeah. you didn't say you didn't say anything yeah,
4: Hilary Swank
3: <laughs> this if you want, it's like if you want some extra eyes on it, you, you're going to have to actually pick the best actor or actress to go with it to get those yeah.
1: eyes no, I was just going to say that who's to say that they didn't Try out some transgender people, and they just didn't make the cut. They didn't make the roll.
4: Right, that's true. I
1: mean, you know what I mean? Like, yo, they could have, they could have went and said, okay, well, we got some transgender people, and they were like, well, we like, you know, we like her best of all. I mean, you know, like I said, man, you know, no matter what you do nowadays, it's always gonna be somebody who tells you or who says that's not what you should be doing.
0: you're
3: going to offend everybody
1: somebody that is the perfect segue for my next topic
0: here and there's no better way to get into it um earlier this week ahmed best who's name may not immediately jump out at you but he was the actor who played jar jar binks in the star wars prequel trilogy um he said that after all the fan backlash He was seriously contemplating suicide. And, you know, I feel like every week we're we're hearing all these new stories or hearing more of the same kind of stories of these people, the Star Wars actors in particular. I mean never, at least to my knowledge, heard any blowback from the Marvel cinematic universe in terms of the actors getting harassed. I don't know, maybe these dweeves just think they're doing it right. But I don't quite understand what the the malfunction is in their heads where they can't go, I don't like this character, but the guy who's playing him, eh, I don't care about him. I don't like the character he's playing on screen. I don't feel like, you know, I may go, this person's a lousy actor or they suck at what they do on screen, but I'm only basing that off of how they're doing as an actor and whatever else they do. I don't care. And I'm not going to hunt them down. I'm not going to take the moment or 20 seconds to tweet them a nasty letter, comment, or anything. I mean, it's like, you got paid, whatever. I don't care. I just, you know, if I didn't like what you did on screen, I thought you weren't good. Maybe I'll like you in the next one. But, you know, it's just not that big a deal to me. But for these Star Wars nut jobs in particular they can't let it go. I mean, it's like their childhood is is coming to an end or some foolishness and I just don't get it. So help me explain or help me make sense of why the Star Wars fans are so crazy and why they feel that they're the only ones who have a say in a franchise. They put, you know, maybe they put their hard-earned money towards, but they feel like that ticket enables them to have a greater level of harassment to everyone involved with it. Uh, Jace, let start with you.
3: Okay. I, as, as much as everyone hated on Jar Jar, in the first one, he's annoying, but in the second one, he's like the, oh man, he got duped into this. Dang, that was kind of messed up. It's like, I mean, it's just like when he—he's the one who actually calls for cha- Alpatine to, you know, become chancellor. But everybody else goes like, yeah, "It's a great idea." I don't see how you could actually hate the actors. Like, did you hate on him? Is the actor when he was in the cantina scene, when Anakin came in there? If not, then you don't hate the dude. Like, so Star Wars fans have—I mean, like—if if this comes like a point, I can understand. literally just, I understand you want to make money, but I would literally make it so there was no humans in there. I would just make it so there's all aliens and robots to just piss people off even further.
0: But Jar Jar wasn't the alien.
3: I mean, like no, no. I mean, just no. There's nobody. There, there's no Ray. There's no Finn. There's just aliens, Wookies, and and Gungans. Just really, just troll everybody. Like, yeah, this is gonna be the franchise. Star Wars Christmas special too. The Star Wars oh, hey, Part Two. I would you do it. go there. I, no, I would do it because I'm like, hey, of course you absolutely. would. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love your 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 childhood dream of what this Star Wars used to be is
4: dead. I got an idea for you. Instead of trying to get people to to quit social media or trolling people or or, or showing up at their house or their junkets and, and being evil or whatever you do, make your own. You could obviously have a lot of time on your hands. Make something. Do something worthwhile with that time. Instead of trying to tear people down who do something that you don't like. Look, the world, in case you're not living it, because obviously you're not. I'm talking to all of you crazy, toasty pizza eating, basement dwelling, Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, 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 every Saturday night watching, crazy people. Y'all need help. You need to get out. Get wait, 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 world. wait, wait. Now, there's now, nothing there's not the
0: wrong with watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy.
4: Oh, stop. Get Every weekend. News, but Look, there is. If you got a freezer full of Tostino's, pizza poppers, Jeff, that's your business. We ain't talking about you. We're talking about these nut jobs that take it upon themselves to be the Star Wars enforcers, the police force of the Star Wars and other universes of things that they hold so true and they did to them. It was created for the world, bro. Let the world have it. Go ahead, Jay.
3: Our star, our Star Trek fans. I mean, because Star Trek fans are more. I mean, they're like they're actually like Star Wars fans have actually gotten a level on on the level of Star
0: Trek fans. Like Star Trek fans, I don't the, think I've ever heard the stories. I mean, they're eccentric, but I've never heard them be. So mean and cruel to the people who have worked to provide them entertainment no, oh, let they let killed off know.
2: data. I'm never watching this again. they killed off data like come on okay man. Like, no, 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 no. never weren't heard they, of
3: that. weren't they exactly. like kind of mean to the but maybe because they their star hasn't shined as much. I mean, the movies are like if you sat through uh what was it Star Trek Beyond and thought when they were doing uh, con? And you didn't run out of the... I mean, just leave out of there. I think they they would probably be on that level. Now they just kind of, you know what? This isn't our Star Trek anymore. We still got our old thing. It's like
0: you've got three movies if you don't like anything else that happened after return of the jedi you still got three great movies
4: nobody went and
0: yeah nobody went and said those don't count like people who are star wars expanded universe fans i can understand them being pissed off because disney just said nope we bought it all that stuff that you followed since Return of the Jedi doesn't count. I can understand right. those people being pissed. No, no, like, no, no. There's I good reason. Even, Stop. They screwed up. Stop. Because <laughs> they're like, look, all the stuff that we've enjoyed, you guys just act like it didn't count. And you can't tell me what I enjoyed didn't count. But for these people who want to act like, no, this is not the way this can go, get out of here. You still, you can still watch those three movies every weekend. and Exactly. Everything that you loved about him, you you can find a laser disc where none of those changes that George Lucas decided to insert into those films and you can oh, be yeah, happy. You can just act like yep. they don't exist. And yep. move on with your life. Go find another thing to obsess over. It's just so stupid. Like I can't imagine the amount of time it would take to go, I'm gonna write a nasty letter to the person. And I mean, you could hate Jar Jar Binks, but Jar Jar was supposed to be funny and stupid and goofy. He's not for somebody who's thinking like, oh, let me analyze everything about Jar Jar Binks. He's not for you. He's the same way that the Ewoks weren't for 40-year-olds when they were watching Return of the Jedi. It's not for you. Exactly.
4: James, I mean, you plan. can't
0: have the entire movie just about your whims and desires. It's George Lucas wasn't calling these morons. Hey, do you guys think this will work? Well, George, actually, I think if you incorporated a little bit of this, it would work better. Right. Oh, dude. Right. I mean, just freaking watch the movie. I've not watched The Last Jedi one time since I saw it in the theater because nope. I didn't like the movie. But I didn't go, hey, hey, but, this movie sucks. Let me go yeah. right. It's like, look, that's not my movie. My movie, my Star Wars films, they roll with Rogue One, Solo, and these this sequel trilogy. That's an alternate universe Star Wars. But I keep it moving. I don't care. For these guys, man, jeez.
2: Yeah, this is too far. Oh, oh, oh. Go
3: ahead. I'm sorry. I think it's the order. Good. I think at this point, no, folks, these folks need to just basically go like the Jay Z line. You don't like my, my new stuff? Buy my old albums.
2: Like Thank this. you. Jar Jar was the dumbest character, and they should never introduced it ever in life, ever. I had to watch the EWAS cartoon. I could deal with it. I was a kid. This Jar Jar crap was ridiculous. It was dumb. Do I ever think of talking about the actor? I didn't know the actor's name until you just told me just one. Yeah. Two, why would I ever just take it out on the actor? you trying to get money. Who, why, dumb, basement eating, copy what you just said. Basement eating Bama's, basement eating tostados. Bama's watching Lord of the Rings all week. And the, you know, nothing wrong watching the Star Wars trilogy for like every weekend. But Jesus, when you start hate watching the other stuff, you got issues. Something's wrong with you. You don't see Al Pacino or Anthony, what's his name, Godfather 3, getting bitched out about Godfather 3, which was the worst thing they could ever do to that franchise. Everybody thinks so, but no one's mm-hmm. not giving him work and calling him to get suicide and all. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Mm-hmm.
1: I, these people crazy.
2: And yeah. to my man, actor who decided to consider suicide because how much hate mail was he getting? And did he forget his paycheck? Did it over? Ride his paycheck because I, I sorry, I'm on two sides of that one. I'm like, dude, you guys get a thicker skin if you're going to be an actor, but at the same time, you shouldn't have to deal with these idiots.
0: You get I what really I'm saying? Agree. So, I feel like if people are, are criticizing your acting, you can you need to have a thick skin because hey, this will them. help me get better. But if you're getting death threats and all this stuff, yeah, you don't sign on for that. That's not what anyone should have to deal with. And, you know, these morons that do that just need to find something else to do. Speaking of nuts, so weird fans. Chief, i got to get your take on this one. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan tweeted, I guess a couple days ago, that he doesn't want fans to come by to his house uh, because they found his house, I guess, on Star Maps, whatever. They're going up to his door. They're taking pictures. And they're trying to catch him and say hello. And he's like, look, please stop doing that. Uh, It's not cool. It's not fun. Uh, I got my lady here with me. And don't need y'all coming up on, on the house. It's not cool. And you are being recorded because, you know, you got the door device. How nuts are you to find the guy's house and to go up to the house? Like, what is the best case scenario with this? He invites you over for a barbecue? You take pictures, and he and Negan is your best friend from now on. What's the deal, Chief? Help me out.
1: I was surprised to, to find that he lived in a neighborhood where they could just walk up to his house. Um, I think he would live in a gated community or something. Um, I, you know, um, man, what really needs to happen? or he really needs to stage is uh, one of those Joe Budden, uh You ever see the Joe Budden, uh video when the kids uh, ran up on his house? They came up to his house and he chased them down the street? No. And uh, I, I guess they got caught in a light and he ran up on them and threatened them. I mean, I, you know, because the, the more the more popular you are, the more uh, people get fixated on you, the more sense they lose when it comes to you. Um, this is technically why I always believe that stars lived behind gates and lived in those neighborhoods and... Um, you know, lived in gated communities because people, um, people are crazy. People are crazy. Um, I don't know if being recorded, um, will will necessarily stop them. Um, you know what I mean? Um, I think you know, if it's if it's becoming that much of a problem, I think you're gonna to have to take a little more drastic measures. Uh maybe you put a fence around your house, uh, you know, a gate around your house where people just can't uh you know, walk up to your door and inside that gate put a dog. You know, like you can come over the fence if you want to, but you know, this is what happens. Um because I mean let's let's be honest. If 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 Rick lived next door to one of you, um people would come to Rick's house. It's just it just is what it is. I mean you're on T V, people see you um as specials, Whether you, you you know whether you like that or not. Um you know, uh you know, people people turned out. I didn't watch, but thousands of people watched. Uh, this girl marry the prince. For what reasons? You didn't know her. You know, it, whatever. But people go out there, and they feel that you are somebody. They want to be part of your world or the world, you know, and they do things to um, invite themselves in. And like I said, you know, who who, who would care about a wedding? I didn't care about a wedding. I don't like to go to weddings. To be honest with you, that that happened around me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hey, come to my wedding. I'm like, ah, then I got to have good friends a week. You know what I mean? It's that type of thing. You know, if you're a good friend, I show up. If we're not really that great friends, uh, it doesn't happen. But (laughs) You know, um, and, you know, to all those people who came and invited me to a wedding and I didn't come, I apologize. We just, we're just not good friends. I'm sorry.
2: Let us see um, that $120, man. Damn.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that of course. You got to buy the presents, you but, but But what I'm saying is this. People will, if you're, quote, unquote, somebody, people will, people want to be a part of your life. Like, people want to know what you're doing, where you're at. You know, what kind of car you drive, where you shop, what you, whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever. And, um, I think that with the fan base that he's dealing with, uh, you have to, especially if you got two kids at home, you have to take better precautions as far as your living situation. Now that you're um, your star has risen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I I was, I was amazed that, um, somebody could just walk up to his house, you know? And it's funny because I'm no one. I'm absolutely nobody. I'm, I'm, if, if, if you could describe me, I am the bottom of the pant cuff to the gutter. That's who I am. I'm, I'm absolutely nobody. But at the same time, when I when I got a house, I chose to live back up in a neighborhood because I didn't want my house on the main street that people who knew me would be like, oh, yeah, he lives there. I don't want you to know where I live. You know what I mean? Mm. This is for regular people, like I know. Mm. So I can't even imagine wanting to, you know, uh, uh, being a star and being accessible to Fans, you, you know what I mean.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and 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 the thing about it is, fans. Not only fans. Not only do people who see you as a star want to come and meet you. Some of them want to come and kill you. So you have to take that into, uh, you know, it's into your thought process too. Now that I'm doing this, I have to better protect this and so like i said i was i was pretty surprised that uh people walked up to his door i'm like wait hold up they're walking up to his door like
4: where the hell does he live does he live just in a neighborhood on a regular street you know what's funny about all that right he seems like this is jeffrey d moore i'm talking about he seems like a, a, like a down-to-earth guy. If you've ever watched the videos of him when he's doing the press junkets for The Walking Dead, he's really engaging and, and right there mm-hmm. up close and personal with the fans, right? I don't think dude really grasps the the universe of fans that he's a part of. And it's something about science fiction fans. Hopping on our last conversation, Jeff, everybody, science fiction fans, whether we're talking Star Trek, Star Wars, marvel whatever walking dead this seems to be an obsessive quality there am i am, is that is that accurate because i i don't see people lining up or or, 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 or trying to or writing bad things <laughs> yeah. anybody i think, it, I think it's and,
0: everything there is that bad element. So like in soap operas, you're going to see people who don't like the interracial couples. I mean, geez, flash, people are still hating on Candace Patton because she's a black woman who's with a white dude. And um, I mean, I mean, they're obsessive fans of everything. And then I think you've got your nut job obsessive fans too. And they make it bad for everybody. I mean, maybe there's 300 fans of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Let's just, go with that with super low number and you have three who are like let's go to his house and let's see if we can catch him and hang out with him um for those three make the the other 297 look weird so it doesn't take like the majority to ruin it but it's just enough that it makes everybody kind of look bad i I kind of hear what chief is saying but for me i'm like Does he, do you he really have to i mean I feel like fans in general think that they're owed something because they like something like, I love this thing so much and everybody involved with it owes me. They owe me a response on Twitter. They owe me a like when I send the picture on Twitter, they owe, you know, it's like that Stan thing. It's like Stan, which was forever ago when Eminem wrote it. It was like, yep, that's how today's people are they want that interaction and they crave it they demand it and they think that they deserve it because they like what somebody else is doing and it's that weird thing of like hey that's cool that you like it but I mean like sports fans, it's cool that you're rooting for this team, but they're but not raising sh- to they're not cutting you anything. And they, they don't, don't even, they don't owe you calling you up saying, Hey, Jake, we're thinking about uh not picking <laughs> up Montana's option. What do you think about that? Thoughts uh, I don't think we want to do that. Okay, good talk. I, I think we'll just tell him we're gonna keep him where he is. Nobody does that. And it's like you can get upset and get blown, but you aren't owed anything you created this devotion to it and you want to take it to obsessive levels that's on you but these people involved with it don't owe you anything all they owe you if anything is delivering on their paycheck for their roles but even then they really don't owe you jack so it's stupid and i just think it's so bizarre that people would try to come up to somebody's house i mean it's just weird i mean did they i mean what if he came up to the door with his Negan bat, drenched in blood. I mean, what they were like, cool,
4: it's Negan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the next thing I was wondering. I was, I'm like, look, <laughs> what, now, what if he decides he's going to come to the door and, and, and crack your skull? This is Negan now. And decides, I'm going to crack this guy's skull until I find if there's a hazelnut center.
0: Yeah, I mean,
4: I really what do you expect?
0: Oh, man, Negan came to the door. It was so close, but I managed to get away. Uh anyway, these, these these people drive me crazy. Let's talk about some cool stuff, some stuff that has me very excited. Jace Idris Elba is now in final negotiations to join the Fast and Furious spinoff because Dwayne Johnson is the hardest working man in show business. Move over Morgan Freeman, move over Samuel L. Jackson. It's all about the rock right now. So uh Fast and Furious spinoff is coming in two thousand nineteen along with Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle 2. Um, Idris Elba is going to be the bad guy, and I am excited about this because if you're going to throw anybody into a big spinoff, why not have Idris Elba in the mix and then give him a real prominent role? Um, he was in Prometheus with Charlize Theron, and she was the bad guy in the last film. So we got that uh tradition going on so maybe for the fast and furious nine then get michael fassbender to be the bad guy which would actually be kind of cool what do you think about is yourself signing up on the spinoff
3: okay uh last time i saw Aldrus uh alvis be a bad guy was in losers that has been a few movies ago but he was really good in that role and he's a good enough, he's a good enough actor. You put some um, uh, a decent enough story behind it. He'll play the hell out of that role. I mean, he, he's not gonna, I mean he's not gonna be in the action scenes as much maybe, but when it comes to, I mean he, he'll bring the acting up in, in that whole movie. So that that would be a a, a good change of pace. Like oh wow, I he, mean he'd be better. I I didn't dislike Charlie Theron's the other role. I just didn't understand that movie completely.
0: But
3: I think you know you got to spin off. A-
0: on the ice. What do you need to understand? Tanks, man, come on. I'm sorry. Submarine. <laughs> Submarine. I <mean>, <laughs> What's wrong? Go, with go you? watch an Oscar movie for a plot. Gosh. Okay, yeah.
2: <laughs> the laws of inertia.
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: Seriously. Get
3: them can, cars can fly with only a power shot, okay i mean nope. why why, why was I thinking of such things? but yeah,
0: like I said, him and in
3: in his logic, hey, man, you can fly it two two dudes can actually fly at each other and uh, body slam each other, and it, it, neither um, neither one of them sells it so.
0: do you not watch wrestling
3: uh? ask me did I watch wrestling Tuesday or the Monday or Tuesday for the last six months? is no. <laughs> but no, so like my, say, yeah, that will be good.
0: All right. My idea, and, and, and let me know what y'all think about this. So we know the sh- the small brains aren't going to go along with Idris Elba being a black James Bond. I'm thinking they, they get to the jump on this and the fast and furious screenwriter, Chris Morgan makes Idris Elba's character. An evil James Bond that they got to take down. He'd be smooth, have all the cool gadgets. He can literally be James Bond just as a bad guy. So he can be like
3: a Black Kingsman
0: statesman. No, James. I just watched. I
3: just I just watched the movies Kingsman. But no, like Kingsman, like kind of how like he's got the gadgets and all the toys. He's got an evil Q doing all the stuff for him. He's got evil R doing all the things. Yeah. I mean and it could also borrow on, you know, uh what that guy did, uh what's his name? Uh Vin Vin something. He did a, a movie called Triple uh, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That first he used the, the good series. part
3: of it, uh Triple X and just made it a bad guy.
0: Yeah. Alright. Uh Chief, what do you think about this? What do you think about it just in Fast
1: and Furious? Fast and Furious? Uh why not? You know? I mean, the Fast and Furious franchise is, is going so loco-coco at this point. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, right? I mean, why not us, you know? Um, it, it is what it is. I mean, hell, if Ronda Rousey can get in there. And why not, not Elba? I, I don't know. Um, I, you know, they got that fan base. I mean, you can, you can throw anybody you want in there. They'll fit them, find a spot. Um, All right. It's good.
0: Speaking of fitting in, Nicolas Cage looks like this is time for his good movie role.
1: Oh! <laughs>
0: oh! Uh, <laughs> Hey, I knew if I let off of Nicholas Cage, y'all were already going to be on guard and be like, Jesus. Hey.
2: I'm going to talk to my about for the rest of the show. How about that? For the rest of the damn show, talking like this. <laughs> did,
0: did, remember, he was really good
3: <laughs> Like, just think of that.
0: I'm already going to see the bad Nicolas Cage movie for the year. I know I'm He's good now. Take your face
4: off. I take pleasure in gutting you, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. Please go ahead.
0: I got it. All right. Nicholas Cage uh, is joining the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse cast, and he is going to be playing Spider-Man Noir. Now, that's, huh? if you're not familiar with it, Spider-Man Noir is the yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man who rocks with the black and silver kind of outfit. He uses guns. He looks cool. And I think this is a good role for Nicolas Cage to play because he can kind of work his crazy voices and play the dark and moody Peter Parker. Uh... Um, but I'm looking forward to this movie. And I am... You know, I'm, I'm reading Spider-Verse right now, so I'm just like, all right, let's see what they do with this. Miles Morales is going to be front and center, and it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. So I thought it's cool to throw him in there. Also, on animated front, which is this one's transitioning from animation to live action, we're going to be getting a Gundam live action movie. Any of y'all Whoa. into Gundam whatsoever? Excited about Which this? Which one?
2: Because there's like 50 of them.
0: But uh, I
2: remember G Gundam, and G Gundam was off the hook. It was well, kind of like a speed well, racer let's say type it's of a thing. good one.
0: All right, so what do you okay. think of it? This is going to be good?
2: I better be. I mean, who's doing it? Hold on, who's doing it? Because hold on. If Full Metal Alchemist was Americanized, I wouldn't have watched it. Let me, let me be clear.
0: Okay. So when they did Full Metal Alchemist, and it was like
2: totally like, you know. You talking eight, about the Netflix deal? Yeah, that joint was great.
0: Uh, Okay, so I've scrolled through and the most the important. Movie. Part, yeah, yeah, yeah. The most important part on this. Uh-oh. All right. Well, there's no name attached to it yet. But the director who is yet to be filled and, you know, hired on to do this movie is not Michael Bay. Let's so I think, I think if I think if we just manage to stay away from him and any of his progeny, we'll be okay. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going down. Uh, probably next year or two, maybe it'll be cool. So hopefully, it'll be better than Pacific Rim. All right, so let's go to the thing that I have been so excited to talk to you all about. Luke Cage season two. So yeah. I. I ran through this one when i'm doing my reviews for these netflix shows it kind of gets overwhelming because i i watch i stop i review then go back to the next one and blue cage i just want to keep watching i didn't want to i just because i didn't want my momentum halted i just want to see what the heck was going to happen next uh, for everybody who hasn't seen it, i'm gonna do a real quick recap and then we're just going to go straight spoilers javon had not seen it all but we're just going in for it you don't care about spoilers so if you do even more. So season two kind of picks right up after the events in Defenders. So Misty's lost her arm, it's cut off, and as we all know from the comic book, she's going to get a bionic arm. Luke Cage is kind of enjoying his newfound celebrity. Uh people respect him. He's like the prince king of Harlem. Harlem's hero he's got an app where people can tag him and, and can stalk him basically he's got his loving relationship with Claire his boy DW's got a whole merchandise stand within Pops barbershop everything's going great until of course it doesn't Mariah Dillard is on her Michael Corleone she wants to straight up make her business legitimate and so she's looking at all these different ways to legitimize her entire empire uh she doesn't want the taint of the stokes family name to haunt her any longer and she's got a few ideas uh thanks to her boy piranha and things go badly after this new guy bush master comes to the fold and he has serious serious beef with Mariah and the rest of the Stokes clan. And he is not afraid to dislodge a couple necks to prove his point. And eventually, of course, Luke and Bushmaster get into it, and things don't go so well for our hero. And, you know, it's not so much about, like, the fights. This season is all about family drama. Uh, Luke's father, uh, played by Reggie Kathy in his last role, which is just amazing, is Cage's father and he's so good in this alfred wooder of course is great i've i've sworn up and down since i started watching this season she's got to be in the mix for some award some nomination at the very least but she was killing it throughout this whole season um there's no weak link in the cast but those two really stood out uh my man Bushmaster mustafa shakir was great um just so much good stuff in this and all the different threads of family. And you just see how, like, man, if you don't let go of the hatred, the hatred will consume you. And the wolf that you feed the most will be the one that's most dangerous. It's just a lot of good stuff. And I'm already watching it again for the second time. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, Chief, let me hear from you first. What you think about the season,
1: man? Uh, Luke Cage is always good. Um, it's been two seasons. Uh, two times I've enjoyed watching, um, uh, the, the whole thing in its entirety, pretty much at one sit down, um, get there early, you know, and, uh, I stayed late. Um, the final scenes were good. Uh, you know, he had a, he had a, a nice team up, my man, Iron Fist. um, the, uh, the fights were good, him and uh, Bushmaster. Um, I, you know, I, I like, you know, the little dynamics, the storylines within the storylines. Uh, Shade and Mariah, their dynamic, uh, you know. Uh, and then the, the thing of how eventually you can go too far, you know. Um, reminds me of uh, Cardida's way when uh,
5: uh, Cardida mm-hmm. was
1: like, oh, you you, you mm-hmm. a gangster now. Telling the lawyer, you're a gangster now. And uh sometimes you get some things that you, you think you're prepared for but you're not. So um it was the it was all in all it was good. I, I'm I'm not sure which season I like better yet. But this season was really good though. So yeah. Um big ups to Luke Cage again. You know, they they did it once again. Deal.
0: All right, uh, Jace, what'd you think about it? Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: Initially, you, you said when you were talking about your
3: recap, of like how you were going to have to reevaluate which was your favorite series, I mean, season of the Marvel shows, the Netflix shows. And you said, you know what? There's a new King, Luke Cage season two. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, man. That That Daredevil season two was. I mean, you, you couldn't ask for more. Then I watched Luke Cage. And then I had to co <laughs> I mean, like, Brian brought it, I mean, like, Alfre would have, she brought it every scene. It was just like, and then towards the end of the season, it, it was just like, I'm trying, and she she went from, I'm trying to go legit to I will burn this whole place down. If I'm not on top, which was great, uh, Bushmaster was this nice initial like, oh, well, is this dude really that bad? And then you kind of see his motor, his motivations. It's like, yeah, he's a, he's he's got a reason to be bad, but we don't know how bad he really can get. I mean, like, I mean, what he did was kind of, whoa, I don't want to cross this dude. But he, I don't even have to cross this dude. If I just get in the way of his plant, I'm gone. That was that was the, the gangster of Bushmaster. <laughs> you didn't have, you couldn't actually screw him over personally. You literally screwed his plan up. He was taking you out, which I was, yeah, he was great. Uh, the, the the Shades, uh, Comanche thing, I mean, it was funny, like, I didn't even notice it because I had just watched Luke Cage season one, but it's like, oh, that is the dude who played, who was beating up Luke Cage in the in a prison cell that, that was cool that was a smart callback i I, said, I had to laugh when i i called jeff up after i watched the iron fist episode i'm like you know this he was like the dude who played iron fist was cooler in that one episode than he was the entirety of the iron fist series i mean that was the one netflix show you could 100 miss and then you saw Luke, him in defenders and Luke Cage, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, he's cool. You know, you 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 were to be straight on those two. But I think the the great part of this this season was the great tale of Hubris. Luke, it's just that like Luke has got this fame and all these accolades. I mean, he and he's trying to put the pieces like, hey, you know, I see there's a vacuum. And, and something's wrong after after the mouth was taken out stuff is going worse and then it starts tumbling down and then he's like you know what i i can can make this right and his actions at the end is just like i mean we're like when you get the godfather scene when you see it you're like oh damn he really is he's become michael corleone and this is literally him not trying to do it and it's like i think somebody was like complaining like this is not the hero that you know young black kids need to see in this time it's like Actually, I think it's a scene a hero that everybody needs to see. It's like you can always have the greatest of intentions. I mean, it's, it, what's the whole saying? It's like the the pathway to hell is, is paved by good intentions. Like, this was, a, I mean, this serious basis. Like, all this bad, he's like, I can make it right. I, just, I, I can control the crime. And I, I can just make sure there's a vacuum so everything's good. You know, I won't be tainted by it. And kind of how Mariah does it at the end, she's like, "Oh, I, I know what's gonna kill him. It's gonna be me because I'm gonna give him what the thing he thinks he does, thinks that he can make it right, just like I thought I could do it, just like probably how Cornell and everybody else thinks they can, they can change it. They can play that Michael Coleon role and make it legit. But then they're gonna find out, no, you can't. And that's what's gonna kill you. And That's just gonna eat you up. I, I mean, that was just like her, her little revenge. Then was like, dang." Alfred I mean writers. As much as we talk about the supergirl writers, these guys need the opposite. These guys actually put a compelling story for thirteen episodes and did a great job. So honestly, if you haven't already been to watch it, I'm actually shocked about that and really should change your priorities in life. Go ahead and do that. Just go watch it now.
0: All right, Javon. So you've heard all this stuff so far. This this is the deal. Where are you with it so far? I mean, what is your think? What are your thoughts on it at this exact moment?
4: I made it to episode six in a day, so that should summarize what my thoughts are. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, if I had more time, I would have finished it by now. Um, I'm I'm doing this and glow at the same damn time, so it's it's, it's rough for me right now. Um, but it's Luke Cage. What's not to expect? And I'm going to tell you something. When I saw the first episode title, I said, oh, man, Pete Rogers, smooth. It's the little touches to get you about this show. It's the little touches Mm -hmm. to get you about this show, right? Um, I, what do I start, man? I'm not going to get into all the things that have happened for those who haven't seen it and want to catch it in order or whatever you watch is how you watch, but it's Luke Cage. You're going to love it. Um, new sets of challenges present themselves, of course. Um, the Bushmaster, you're going to hear a lot about the Bushmaster because, hey, the Bushmaster is raw. <laughs> all I'm going to say is uppercut. Uppercut. My all yard. Say,
2: My yard. You know I
5: mean? My uh, <laughs> <laughs> yard. wrong
4: with me? Hey, man, that uppercut. That's all I'm going to say. Watch it. Uh, whatever you do, watch it, man. Um, you won't be disappointed. And as I always tell people when it comes to stuff like this, is this is the beauty of Netflix viewing, man. You don't have to wait until next week. They don't got you in suspense. If you wanna sit here and pump out the next, I don't know, seven hours of, of or eight, nine, ten hours, well actually what? There's thirteen episodes this season, I think, or twelve. I think it's thirteen. It's thirteen. Yeah, you might have to come back and visit you know, one or two day, cause that's what, I've been trying to stretch it out over the course of a week, and I've been doing a bad job of that. But it's yeah, it, it's 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 gonna have you glued. You'll find yourself saying, all right, I'm gonna watch one episode, and then I gotta go do something else, so I gotta go to bed. And then before you know it, it's 3 a.m. and you're calling out of work because you sat up and watch Luke Cage all night. So yeah, just go ahead and invest the time; you won't be disappointed. I was I was hurt. I was disappointed because I came in there. Maybe I, I hurt myself because I had expectations. They had
2: expectations.
4: That's hey, crazy. They had no kookaroos. You hear me? None.
2: <laughs> Not even <laughs> they, proud of those you know units.
4: You know what it was like? You know what it was like? It's like if you were to watch a dinner theater cast star in a big budget movie. <laughs> Wow. Like, everybody's was over-delivering. It's like, look, there are no scouts out here. You're not going to go... there.
5: There's
4: no scouts. You're not going to get off with a 10-day contract out here with uh, uh, Paramount Studio or so, like, whoever. Oh, so it like every
2: Tyler Perry movie ever.
4: Hey <laughs> Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, everybody needs a chance. If you can, not go see it, man. Because you're going to be like, what in the hell? And it's every scene, yo. every scene at 100 miles an hour, every scene.
5: Oh.
4: It's like I'm if on. your Uber driver was, is playing real-life Crazy Taxi, like, slow down. <laughs> slow <laughs> down, let's figure this out, where we're we going in this scene. Everything <laughs> doesn't have to be acted at 410.
5: I just do a Crazy ooh, Taxi ooh. analogy in my head. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, and that's what they did. That's what they did. (laughs) Oh, Captain Kirk acting. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, Chief, this one scene with a girl, I forget her name, she's trying so hard to be vulnerable and afraid, and then she goes from, when I say immediate flip, from vulnerable and afraid so I'm a lioness and I'm out to kill. It, it's it's funny how the light switch flips. It, it It's not even, it's not believable at all. And it comes across as comic. It comes across as comedic, man.
5: Okay.
4: And I thought this was going to be the greatest
1: one ever. Me too.
4: Me too. Me too.
1: I thought it would. Because, the, because all the others were critically acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean, I like the purge because they did an the old school midnight. You know what I mean? Like the, the everybody
2: on on Cinemax. I'm everybody paused like,
4: yeah. up on me and shit. Like three a.m. Like, everybody paused hey, on me. Yeah. Hey, chief, that was. That was uh, Bill Walton saying, you can only hope to contain Greg Ostertag right there. <laughs> I used to love Bill Walton for shit like that, man.
1: Oh, shit. Everybody got quiet. They was like, Is this motherfucker serious?" <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, man. Let's see if he
4: laughs. Or he hey, really believes really it,
5: but not all.
4: just those good midnight movie. Look, it's midnight. I need something to watch before I fall asleep. This is it. This is the. This these are supposed to be this era's warriors. You know what I mean? Because if the warriors is on and it's like eleven o'clock, you, you tell me you're not watching the warriors. Yeah.
5: Come on. Yeah. Okay.
2: Hey, tell (laughs) me the
4: one dude don't look like Donald Glover from the Warriors. Go back and watch it.
2: You're right. You're absolutely right. I don't need to to see his face right now. You see Mm -hmm. his face. (laughs) (laughs) Donald Glover's older uncle.
4: Donald Glover's older uncle out there. Yeah. Yeah, the best one is Donald (laughs) Glover. Donald Glover, right? (laughs) But the second purge is the only one I can watch and be like, yeah, I can sit through I like it. Yeah. I don't like the second purge.
2: It was like an ending that was like tolerable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What, I don't, what happened in the second purge? I don't even remember. Which one the second one? Back that's the right, numbers,
2: basically. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
4: When my man goes like out, that's everybody. the first time I'm in. Before the election night one. Yeah. Before the I don't know weird about the election night one.
2: I like that the one, plot
4: what?
2: line of that second one. That second one was like, oh, I didn't think it was like that. Okay. right. Like a real plot, like a deep human thing. I'm like, word. I like it.
4: Yeah. I didn't like the third one because of that whole, uh, well, not the election night part of it. Maybe it was corny because what's, what's my boy name? Uh, Bubba. Wasn't Bubba Gump in that one?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. They're all running together right now.
4: Yeah. he owns the shrimp store. Yeah, he on the little st- oh. on the shrimp boat. He on the shrimp boat. <laughs> That's a yeah, a on fly shrimp. Fried shrimp.
2: <laughs> Bacon, rice So shrimp. His head was going to get cut off and Trip he's going to say exactly that. His head going to be cut off and his head just going to be like, shrimp gumbo.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Prince and Brees. Oh
4: man. Oh my goodness. I really wanted to like that third one, but I couldn't, man. They went all over the place with that one. They went all over the place with it. Oh yeah. And this one is sad because it's got as much focus as the first one. It's got as much as it starts out real focused, like, dude, this is the purr, this is what it's gonna be, and this is the first night. And you got those who have put together they they like, look, this this shit's gonna be rough. We need to put our resources together and make sure we can survive it. So it, it it's just the acting, man. That's the only thing that hurts it. If they could have added three or four real actors and actresses in this movie, oh, this would have, dude, this probably would have been one of the, uh, Better movies of the summer so far. Don't work. Yeah.
1: They, they Come on, Billy. Right. We're going to go streaking by the squad. We're going to go streaking by the quad. <laughs> All right, Jesus. They, this, the pur Jesus, So the purge wasn't that good. Damn, that's surprising.
4: Good.
5: That's shocking. Right? <laughs> yeah. That is shocking. Me up with that one.
4: <laughs> you didn't expect that. You didn't see that coming, huh? I never saw that coming.
5: They they just they could have did it better.
4: They really could have did it better, man. They
1: could have did it. better. I was in the store the other day. They had uh three of them. The first three on Blu-ray for like fourteen ninety-nine or some shit. <laughs> That's like yeah. one
2: like one disc, right? Like one disc. Right.
4: <laughs>
1: triple triple pack. Hey,
2: I love
4: <laughs> a, I love the triple packs because it be like yeah. a, a billion B-movie. movies. like and it's every you know?
2: movie know. in like one right. Movie.
4: And but it's not know the Nicholas Cage movies, movies you want. It's it's the the Wicker Man. <laughs> the
3: Wicker, <next>. man.
4: <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> Wicker Man. Wicker
3: Man. Who was the one where he was like in the medieval, like a
4: samurai
3: or something? like a medieval warrior or some crap? Oh God, what was that crap? Oh, yeah, that crap.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't remember it, it. I remember the preview. Oh yeah. man! Like your Nicholas yeah, Cage you got to pay off the island type jobs. Like, you want the (laughs) Nicholas Cage Street Pack to be, uh, I don't know,
3: yeah, Con Air,
4: Face Off The Rock, you
3: know?
4: And the one you get in Walmart in a a doodoo bin is the Wickham (laughs) Man. All great movies. (laughs) Any (laughs) one where Nicholas Cage got the headline from hell, where it's just starting in the middle of his head, like Pennywise and shit?
1: Heckerman,
4: family man. You get next in <laughs> oh, you there. You get all the Pennywise hairline Nicolas Cage movies.
5: It <laughs> <laughs> must have
4: started like 2010.
1: Oh my God. Look at his That right goddamn
4: fool. <laughs> Told you, you look like Pennywise now, man. I, I love it. <laughs> see the. Uh, he might as well be,
2: too. A little big ass teeth. He might as well be. No hair, big ass teeth.
0: Good deal. Alright, fellas. Um, let's run quick real fast here. Any nominees for TV, movie, Hollywood, dummy of the week. All right, Chief, how
1: about you? Uh, I'm gonna nominate myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well I mean, I've been watching the uh two thousand eleven remake of the Thundercats. Uh huh. And wow. I realized, right. So I'm like, yo, there's no season two. There's there's no season. So after season one ends and and it just it's gone now. I'm just stuck. I'm like, and I always do that to myself where I'll start watching a series, get into a series, and then realize that it doesn't go like it ends abruptly. Um. And I got into like uh, li- Lilyhammer. I don't know if any of you've seen Lilyhammer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tried to
2: watch that mess.
1: Yeah,
2: man. I couldn't get through it. I couldn't
1: get through it. I, you know, I, you know, it was, it was kind of funny to me. I enjoyed watching it, right? But I'm like, yo, it, it just ends. You know what I mean? Nobody um,
2: wants to see Phil other than Phil being Phil. So why would I watch? I don't know. Man.
1: But he's being still. You know what I mean? He's he's still him. He's still him. He's still, him. He's still a gangster. He's just he does it in a different way. I find, you know, some of those things that happen there are just hilarious to me. And, um, you know, like I said, it, it, they did three seasons of it and it was gone. Um, and I and if I think hard enough, I can think <laughs> of, a of shows that I, I get to watch it on Netflix. Not Sometimes I don't even realize that they don't go on for another season. And then I watch it and then I'm like, damn, that's, you know, this show's from, you know, 2015. I guess they're not making it anymore, you know. I was watching a show where they had the, uh, there were monsters. They had this town and pretty much everybody in the town was monsters, but the cop was like a regular Joe and he knew about them being, you know, being a monster. He would police them. And, uh, I get about two thirds through the show and I realized there's no season two. And I'm like, Oh, like, yo, like, why do I do that to myself? Get into something. Realizing that there's no future in it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. so you know that that's always that's always been my thing, man uh, you know uh uh you know shows and women always getting into something with no future past season <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean okay. <sighs> so
2: that'd be me. I was gonna throw out the sopranos at you, but you know I'll leave it alone, I'll leave it alone.
1: <laughs>
4: I All right, right, Javon. You got you something? I got two. I got two winners or losers, depending on how you look at them. Uh, number one, number forty-five Orange chicken himself. He just—he never stops, man. Um, one for—he's for two. He's got two uh, highlights for the last couple of weeks. Um, number one being the uh, announcement of the space force. And I've got to see the uniforms, whether they're going to look like uh, members of the uh, Starship Enterprise or the Stormtroopers or the First Order. i, I got to see how the uniforms look. I have to see how the uniforms look um, and how the rankings are going to go. I, I have to see it. it. It's going to be hilarious. And he's probably somewhere in his in, in an office in Mar-a-Lago, like, drawing up, like, little gold uniform. I, I want him to wear gold. Gold LeMay. Like, I can see him now giving somebody instructions of how he wants it all to go down, man. Like, they're going to carry lightsabers because those are real, like, all that shit. I just see that for some reason. And uh, the draft of the United States Fair and, if I'm remembering, is it Fair and Reciprocal Tariff Act, otherwise known as the FART Act, um, which is in draft. But there's there's gonna be a vote on the FART Act very soon, thanks to number forty five. And I find that hilarious. Uh second nominee is LeBron James, because LeBron James has become a wily coyote, man. You, you look you're not gonna be Golden State over there either. Stop ordering your shit from ACME, man. It's not working. Like he just he can't stop himself, dude. he's, he's you should have just stayed put and and and, and said, "Look, Cleveland, we got to have a come to the Lord a uh, uh, meeting here." The the trade for Isaiah Thomas, look, I'm gonna let all that go. I'm gonna let all that go. But what we need to do is get some top tier talent here. We got to use this off season. And hey, even if you got to take had to take some or uh, 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 restructure your salary, take a little money, whatever you needed to do, you should have stayed where you are because in LA, you're not only gonna you not only haven't drawn any top tier talent. You got the the snouts and entrails of winning teams there, as well as a young nucleus <laughs> that nobody wants. You can't trade for me. look, for for Alonzo Ball, and that was that's another issue. Now you gotta deal with the ball family. Come on, LA's not big enough for all of them, right? So somebody's gonna have to go. And my my money's on the balls, right? But even with that said, You can't find a deal. You have nobody who's going to be willing to give up anything of value uh, for, let's say, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and a piece to be named later because they ain't giving up Kyle Kuzma. You couldn't get the four of us, for the the five of us, rather. You couldn't get us for that package, the four of us, rather, for that package. Nobody wants what you got. LeBron, you're a wily coyote, bro. You should have just stayed put. You're going to go out to L.A. And, and, and have to deal with LeVar Ball and an underachieving Lakers team and a coach that you're two years younger than. Good luck. I hope it's worth it.
0: All right. Well, I guess that sums it all up. Yeah. Fellas, thanks for rolling in this week. As always a sheer pleasure for me. Thank you all for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.